welcome back to Bang It and Clangin' Sports Podcast. That's right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. For the final week of August. Weekend of August. Final weekend. It is weekend. I can't believe it's the end of August already. It's quick. Whole summer just just kind of flew by because we were all inside and couldn't do anything. Exactly. Time flies. Like, I didn't realize. Like, I woke up this morning. I was like, wow, it's already going to be September on what, a Monday? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? It's going to be September on Monday. So, officially, summer doesn't officially end till September 21st. So, technically, we still have three more weeks of summer, but summer summer's over in August. I don't I never considered September any of September part of summer even though that it is. Yeah, me too cuz you know, everybody's back in school, you know, nobody's really traveling, you know, it, before the pandemic, you know, people were back in school, nobody's really traveling, people just getting settled back to normal life. Well, no one can be now. Yep. But today we start the show off on a very solemn note. Uh, we lost Chadwick Boseman, who stars in many movies, uh, probably closer to our hearts is uh, the Black Panther movie because it's part of the MCU. That is right. It was a sad day last night when we found, uh, found out the news broke that he passed away from um, colon cancer. And... Yeah, we're still in shock right now. It's something you don't you you don't you don't expect to hear like that. No, no, because um, he actually ended up filming. Well, I, I I read that he had been dealing with it since 2017, so he was definitely fighting it during uh, Black Panther, uh, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah, you can tell how much he's a real life true warrior, fighting off cancer and still finishing it. You know his work. Yeah, and nobody knew. Nobody knew. Yeah, he kept that very, you know, what's the word, uh, covered up because, you know, you don't want the tabloids and stuff like that getting into your personal life. Some stuff you got to keep private. Well, he will be remembered, and uh, we are very thankful for the work that he did and his contributions. Cinematic and to the entire cinematic. That's right. He'll be really, really missed. We got so many great memories of him in Black Panther, Infinity Wars, and the other movies, like uh, when he played James Brown and in the movie 42 as well. Yeah. Did you have a chance to meet him? (laughs) When we were... Yeah, yeah. We worked on... uh, when They shot Black Panther and Infinity War um, almost side by side. So... I got to see him uh, a couple times on set. I uh, didn't. I, don't know, I just uh, but he was. But from what I could see, he was super nice. He was about his. He was about his business. He and what they would tell me is that he never. He didn't break character. So when he was taking a break from uh, from what he was doing, when we had a break, he would stay in character. That's, he would stay. That's awesome. T'challa it was the entire day. And maybe even maybe even when he went home, I don't I don't know. He was he was never out of uh, he was in full Wakanda mode every single day. That uh, really dedicated individual there right there. I actually when they uh, when I heard about his movies, I actually was a part of one of his movies too a while back called Forty Two. I had a small little little cameo in that. It was good. How it was, was about uh, Jackie was Robinson, that? the famous baseball player. And we had to dress like I forgot what year was that? Was that in the seventies? Sixties, yeah, six. We had to 60s. dress in all sixties attire 60s. and stuff. Like I look like Ricky Ricardo from I Love Lucy. They gelled when I had longer hair. They gelled back my hair, <laughs> clean shaven, and I was like, we're 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 like all sitting down. We could, like it was funny because all the chemicals to put in our hair. We were like saying like, man, we better hope nobody lights a match in this because we got a lot of hair gel product in our head. <laughs> but he, yeah, he was too, and he was serious. Like he, when he's Jackie Robinson, he is Jackie Robinson. Yeah, I couldn't. I was just staring at him. Like I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but I was like, "Wow, that's so cool." <laughs> I could already tell this guy was something special. He had a lot of range. That's a lot of range to be able to play the characters that he did and do it do it so well. And uh, 
Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to miss him very much. Going to miss him. And hopefully today on the Banging and Clagging podcast, you know, we're hoping to put a little, you know, smiles on people's faces best we can, you know, help, you know, help people out through this, you know, tragic time right now. Yeah, well, we did have what I think might have been that the best good Smackdown of all time. This <laughs> we got some Friday. big, we had a big surprise at the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. And WWE doesn't really like if you've been watching it for for a long time, like like we have, they don't really pull the rug out from under you and make you see something that's not really there or make you kind of kind of give you that that huge surprise where your jaws on the ground. They don't really do that that often because it's very difficult to do because everything's on the Internet and they can hide stuff and their their dirt sheets and their things that present the uh the show or the ideas of who they signed. This one. That, oh, that yeah, super sorry. Do you guys want to jump right into what happened? Yeah, that's the biggest story. Right, of the, so, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You guys want to know the story the about this one? So, Sunday's the pay per view. We got a triple threat match between Braun Strowman, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Roman Reigns. So, the guy goes back and says, like, All right, I'm going to get people to sign the contracts. First, he gets Bray Wyatt to sign the contract, and he decided to step into the funhouse as the mailman. Which was interesting. Got Bray to sign. Then got the monster Braun Strowman to sign after he killed um what's his name? Drew Gulak. Then he went on the Roman Reigns. Couple of times Roman's in hands and he was walked in. There was Roman looking jacked, white teeth, ready to go. Got that, that new shirt. And he said, like, Roman, we gotta have you to sign this. So when Roman was reading it, sign it. And he said, you know, I will win the WWE championship. And that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. And he turned his head and smiling in the corner was Paul Heyman sitting right next to him. So it looks like Roman Reigns is a Paul Heyman guy. And we got the heel turn. That The last time we saw Paul, he was watching Brock Lesnar look up into the ceiling as he was getting pinned by Joe McIntyre. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is when he got Drew the claim McIntyre. war. And Drew the lost title um, I'll tell the Drew, and now like there might be a new person in the stable, Roman. Roman and Brock Lesnar in the same stable—that's a dangerous combination. I, I definitely think with that move. No, that he's Brock staying low until the pandemic's fully, you know, controlled. Yeah, yeah, but but having Paul in there, it kind of gives you a different. It changes the trajectory of Roman's career because Roman. He's had yep. he had his beginning was the shield. That was the beginning of his career. That's when we knew him. And then he progressed through the shield. Then he left the shield. Then he went on his own. And then there was the big dog era. And then he became the big dog. It's his yard. We went through that. He ended the Undertaker. He beat Cena. Mm-hmm. He is the quote unquote face of the company. Then he then he left. And now we are starting a brand new chapter. With the that's Roman right, Reigns, Paul Heyman era. That's right. With wrestling, you got to evolve. And Roman been that, that same big dog running the yard character for a very long time. And yes, people got bored of it and started booing him. But this is the perfect time when his switch turned heel. And, you know, his promo skills are good. But Paul Heyman on the mic for him, that's even better. All he got to do is let Paul Heyman talk. And like his shirt says, wreck everything and leave. <laughs> or wreck everyone and leave. Just... So I, I definitely, I definitely think that this was a awesome move. That's for, to, to me, it's a great idea too because Roman needed that little twist, that little change up, and Paul will, Paul will deliver on that. We'll change up with some stuff big time. Yeah, I, I, I felt bad for Gulak uh, just but, getting, just getting just, just dismantled by by Braun, and then um, the, the 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 sketch with. Uh, with the with Bray Wyatt, that's actually a friend of uh, a friend of the show or a friend of uh, up up down down. That's Adam Pierce. He was also he's a former wrestler. He, um, he I don't know if he had any matches. I think he had a couple NXT matches. He he's he's been in wrestling for a long time. Like he was wrestling uh, Daniel Bryan when he was Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's where yeah. That's where Adam's from. 
Adam Pierce uh, from Ring of Honor. Yeah, I don't know if he, he got hurt or something, but he got a good spot now being, I think, like, you know, the backstage personnel. Yeah, and he was uh, he was the one who set yeah, his hand on the uh, ambulance. Good old Adam Pierce had to go do the, do the dangerous job of getting Bray Wyatt, the Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns to sign. And, those- and he had to do it. I, I, know, I know that was scary, but how scary it is there to do it. Oh, that'd probably be even worse. Like, this, you don't know what he's going to think. He could snap in the middle of the dime and be like, you know what, kid? I want you in a match with Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns in the death match. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what? What? <laughs> Vince, Vince, Vince told Adam. Vince told him. He's like, look, man, you, you got two signatures? He's like, look, you better go get that third one or we're going to put your Can you imagine how scary it is sometimes to be, Vince, right. be having your balls be Vincing, man? <laughs> that yeah, because you get that phone call, but you don't here. know if it's going to be good or bad. <laughs> yeah, it could be a lie. It could be a both. I like, say something good and say something bad at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, so so we got we've got some uh, we we had that was a that was a that was the biggest surprise. Second biggest surprise back. was Sammy Zayn, the continental champion who never lost, and he came out with his title. Now Jeff and Sammy Zayn are gonna fight over who's yeah, the it, real champion. Isn't that? Uh, I wasn't expecting that either. I had no idea that Sammy Zayn would be coming back. I almost forgot that he even had the title. They did. I think that was the original bell. Sammy had to give up, and they just had a duplicate for for Sammy, probably. I'm thinking. I think they have duplicates of the title somehow, somewhere. And now you've got uh, you've got Jeff Hardy coming off of a win. He had a. (laughs) I was talking to uh, my friend Maggie, and we were comparing. we were comparing we were comparing AJ Styles to Tanya Harding, how he got his knee taken out, and you know he's complaining about his knee, and you know, and he he the only reason Jeff won because of the brace, and he kneed him in the in the side of the head, <laughs> knocked him out, was able to. I'm with AJ because AJ, I know AJ, so I'm with AJ on this one. <laughs> AJ had a good AJ came out there and laid into the Hardy. About the uh, about the situation, how he how he couldn't get cleared, and how he wanted to get cleared, how he wanted to rematch. He's a classic heel right there. I love it. (laughs) That's a classic heel move. So, what do you think AJ's? Are you just think AJ's taking some time off, or he just doesn't want to get involved? He's going to get involved. Either they're going to make that triple threat match, or he's going to let Jeff and Sammy kill each other. Then he comes in and challenges for the match and wins the title that way. Has Jet has Jeff ever fought Sammy? Maybe in the past, maybe the indie days, but I don't think so recently. Yeah, I can't. I can't ever see it happening. So that's good for them to get them. Yeah, out. those two could steal the show if they seen. do it properly. If WWE will let them. Yeah. Now, I mean, after that, now we have uh, we have that match set up for uh, for this weekend for for tomorrow at the pay per view. Now we we move on to the next segment, which was actually pretty interesting. Uh, which was the Miz hey, hey. Morrison confronting ho, ho. Biggie. Miz Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. ho. <laughs> that's my team. That's my team. <laughs> I still love that video. <laughs> they, 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 I'll tell you, they could put video. an album out and be number one. So they came out there and started getting into it, Biggie. Then it was the numbers game because Sheamus came out there to help uh, Miz and Morrison, but Biggie had his back. Heavy machinery came up and said, "Hey, let's do a let's do a three-way yeah, and then tag." Then they got then he when they got a three-way tag. They got every time I see Sheamus come out there. Sheamus always remind me of that guy from Suicide Squad. What's that guy name? The guy with the with the guy of, uh, in the first Which Suicide one? Squad. The guy with the boomerangs, Captain Boomerang. That's, Sheamus always reminds oh, me of when I see him. <laughs> 
He does have the mustache. But, the but, but mustache. that match was great, though. I enjoyed that six-man tag match. But then out of nowhere, Sheamus got upset and left the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheamus is not a he, – he's not a team player at this point in his career. So – he got upset with the tag of of somebody not tagging him in. Yeah, or he was probably trying to get his next meal in. It was probably time for that. <laughs> Which gave the numbers game That's back rough. to E and Heavy Machinery, who went who went on to get the get the win. Big E had a good finish, good flurry, and was able. Oh, I forgot. It's been so long since I've seen. Uh, oh, the caterpillar. It's been a while since they gave Otis a shot to do that. Oh, it was, it was glorious. <laughs> that was a glorious caterpillar. That is one of that is one of my favorite moves. I, I was like, look, I, I stood up in my chair. It was like, yes, but, do it. Do but it, can you it. do it? And he did it. Oh. <laughs> I can't do it. No. No, it's even more impressive for him. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a heavy set guy, and he's pulling up a caterpillar. <laughs> That's a lot of spine contortion for 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 uh, somebody that size. Because you gotta you gotta move like a you gotta move like a like kind of like a snake, but like vertical. So it's kind of like a wavy motion. So it's harder. I would think it'd be harder on your. You back. probably got the he best chiropractor in the business right now. <laughs> I don't even know how you would come up with doing something like that. He's, he's probably been doing it like like his whole life and just had said, hey, you know, let me just try it out in the ring and see if it works. What's, what's his name? Yeah, Sky Two Eyes, one of the trainers in the Performance Center. <laughs> and they, it was called the uh, – Yeah, the warm, and he made you spell out the entire word. The don't is educational, people. <laughs> I know, I know. It's – it, it has its moments, but yeah. So, so that was a that was a pretty good match. Heavy Machinery isn't really doing too much. Otis has the belt. Mandy didn't come out there with them, so that was kind of not. You're used to seeing Mandy and Otis together, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I know Mandy's that. taking a little R and R resting after that match, or she just I don't know what she's doing, but we needed her out there. It's always nice to see Mandy Rose. Mandy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I for, oh, we forgot. We just glanced over the fact that Shinsuke Nakamura got a shot at the. That's right. Shinsuke title. out of nowhere to open challenge. Harder. He left Cesaro back there. Cesaro was cutting the promo saying he just went back to get some more champagne and Nakamura just left to get the title shot. <laughs> Could there be some little anima? going to be a little, little rough patch for that team? Hmm? Which leads me to believe they're going to be dropping that title. If not, well, they probably. Did they? Well. Did they, they didn't I set up a match, so. did they? For uh, for uh, no, I don't think they did. So I don't. Think well, they still got room on the card. Maybe a last minute match. You never knew. It could be la- they they could put it on la- like put on the card last minute. We need to hashtag. SmackDown tag teams need to defend their titles. That is right. You gotta have your SmackDown champions defend the titles. You can't just have them sitting around drinking champagne all the time. Yeah, what's the point of that? What is hey, the point of, of having these titles if you're not going to defend them? Exactly. Heck, we will go down there and face them if we have to. If that's what it takes. If that's what it takes to get, get those titles back on TV. Because when the New Day had him, they were defending him every single week. <laughs> exactly. Come on, give Nakamura Cesaro friggin' TV time here. Yeah. yeah. So we moved on to King Corbin coming out there and talking his normal smack uh, against and uh, and Matt Riddle, who has yeah. returned to the uh, to the to the Thunderdome. That's Matt Riddle and Bar- Baron Corbin are going at it. I heard so, a little backstory to that because I heard Baron Corbin's not a big fan of Matt Riddle. No, no. I don't think there are a lot of big fans of Matt Riddle inside that, that locker room right yeah. now. I could kind of see a little bit of that. <laughs> so with, uh, with Matt coming out there and challenging Corbin – them getting into it, then them sit- I am shocked at how fast he beat Chad Gable. That was shocking. 
Chad Gable, like, like WWE got to not waste that guy's talent. He he could be your new Kurt Angle, possibly. Like, he's he got he got what it takes. He's a freaking former Olympic wrestler. Yeah, and they did get into some pretty pretty cool amateur wrestling stuff while they were out there. Oh yeah, because Gable is really top notch when it comes to the amateur wrestling. Yeah, but just the speed of it. Like I I just looked away for a second, looked back, and. Uh, Matt had taken the, the victory, you know, and I was like, damn, that's Chad Gable. He is freaking one of the greatest NXT tag team champions of all time, and now he's getting beat in two minutes on SmackDown. They're not doing it right by Chad. Chad needs to get pushed. Hashtag push Chad. He does, but he can't he can't do it being the being the assistant for freaking Baron Corbin. Yeah, that's true. Unless they, they're gonna use Baron to help shoot him off or something. Yeah. That's yeah, so that that was a question mark for me because I think he should be he should be doing doing more. Matt, I think they kind of have a they do have a spot for him, but they're just kind of waiting to see. They're going to give I, th- I I I think they're going to give him an intercontinental run, but they have to set it up where he's not going to discredit. Like I I can't see him beating. I could see him beating Jeff Hardy because Je- I mean, uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Because because Jeff is kind of like he he's an established guy. Losses, wins and losses don't really hurt him that much. Yeah. But you can't have him beat AJ because AJ is about to go back into the like even if he doesn't do this, he's going to go back into the main title picture. Oh yeah, like AJ's your number one guy. You can't let him, you know, lose the mat. No offense, but, but yeah. But he could beat. But he might be able to. He might. Take it off of Sammy. That would yeah. be the other. That would be the other thing. Yeah, Sammy's like an even playing field. Like you know, Sammy's a good worker. Like I don't want to see him lose the belt anytime soon. If he does win, you know, become the number one guy. But he is in that even playing field. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that uh, that world championship uh, spot is about to get very, very interesting with the uh, with the return of. Uh, Roman and with Bray and with uh with the monster among men over there still uh still up there fighting for that for that spot. So you got three you got three main event guys at the top and and AJ who's not in it but just right outside. Mm-hmm. And and you've got Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. That's right. You got all those great people out there. And I know he's remembering Drew Gulak. I gotta say that guy's very brave for coming up behind Henny Brown with a chair too. You can't forget that. <laughs> that was a real shot. That that shot was a shot shot. That guy's a brave human being. We gotta give it up for him. He's a brave human being to try that. Yeah. And he was he had a pretty good run on two oh five. Oh yeah, he had a good run on two oh five live. And and also on the show we had Sasha and Bailey cut a good promo against Naya and um um Shayna. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. And oh, I was gonna say with them, it looks like there's a little bit of friction on their side as well. Oh yeah, there's friction on both sides. Like Shayna and I don't like each other, and Oscar and Bailey going a little, little like um, what's the word? Like a uh, rough patch, small little rough patch to going through. So I don't know if that's gonna lead up maybe a little feud in the future. Maybe. Yeah, I can see them. Uh, yeah, if they lose the tag belts this weekend for some reason, or even if they keep them, if you know, you do a if they if they go for an Irish whip into the turnbuckle, and then one person moves out of the way, and then you run to the other person, then it's on. Yeah, because you Sasha and Bailey, if they go one one, they're gonna steal the show again. I remember back in NXT Takeover when they when they had their first big match before they leave. Sasha barely stole the show, and Sasha was a mega heel. Like there was a little girl in the front row cheering for Bailey, and Sasha yelled at her and made her cry. That's how much of a big heel she was. That's what you need. You need that type of emotion. You need like, that type. We need that type of emotion in wrestling again. That's right. We need we need we need people more emotionally invested in it. And, and all, oh, go ahead. I one thing in the crowd in the monitors, there was a spot. Well, we saw Kenny Omega on the screen. What? <laughs> Kenny Omega was in the crowd in the little screen. Was it, the he, real, was it the real Kenny Omega? Looks like it was the real Kenny Omega because he tweeted, 
Um, I think he tweeted, he said something like, I'm just here to just watch and have a good time. That's all. That is awesome. He watching the show. <laughs> that is awesome. I was like, wow, is that Kenny Omega? Oh, my God. See, AEW is a very, very fun company because I don't, I can't see Vince doing that. I'm doing that on the other side or having one of his guys show up on AEW television and not being oh, reprimanded. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You'd be fired on the spot. Or maybe jobbed out for the rest of your contract. Yeah, because yeah, didn't they, they fired somebody for going to a TNA show a couple of years ago? Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I just remember I just remember them being in the crowd at TNA show with Vince Fire. And I was like, whoa, that dude doesn't mess around. Oh no, if you go to a rival company, Vince is not gonna take anything lightly. He's gonna be or jobbed out for the rest of your career. <laughs> yeah, like even think about how Triple H had – I don't know if you remember that, how Triple H had that thing when they did the um, – when they did call. The, yeah, the <laughs> curtain call. Yeah, how the curtain call happened and then Triple H had to pay for it. Yeah, because everybody broke character. Like Nash and Hall were going WCW. Sean's the champion, untouchable. Triple H was by himself. He's like, well, you're still working your way up, kid, and you're in trouble. Oh, man, yeah. So don't let's uh, let's say he had that as a as part of his uh, his moniker for a while. Don't don't cross the boss. Yep, and that kind of changed him when he cut that became the game after that. Like later on when he cut that big promo with Jr. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, we're uh, we are at that point where we have set. Oh, we did leave a match out. We there was a tag team match. I forgot it was a Lucha House Party because they also they also had a tag team implosion. Oh yeah, own. they did Lucha House Party. They they they're imploding in each other. They they're losing it. They're losing the friction. So I don't know where, where Lucha House Party stands because I'm going to tell you I don't really I don't really know them that that well. Yeah, uh, but they they could put on a spectacular match with spectacular aerobat with our um. Aerial moves, yeah, acrobatics, <laughs> spectacular, just all over the place doing their thing. So I love their, I love their style, but it's it's very hard to uh, to put them on because of the 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 ability to do a promo week in and week out and getting people involved in your story. So I, I think that's why they don't have the titles right now. Yeah, especially if they're gonna split apart, they're not gonna have the titles for a while. I feel like I know more about Kalisto than the other two. Oh, Kalisto, that's right. Yeah, Kalisto's the one that's you know like the like a like a younger Ray Mysterio. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Lucha, I, like, oh, I wonder if on payback is Dominic wrestling on payback. Um, I don't think so. Are they in a tag match? I can't remember that. Well, I know on on Monday Ray is fighting Seth. Ah, on on, on Raw, yeah, they're going. They're fighting again on. Uh, on Raw, so they might have uh, they might have the weekend off. Oh, that's good, just to recover. <laughs> but uh, who, who, what are the what are the Raw matches tomorrow? I know. Well, Sasha and Bayley are defending against Nia and um, Shayna. That's one. What right. are the besides? Uh, well, what is it's a is Drew work? Is, or is Drew going to wrestle anybody that night? Yeah, there's no there's no word on Drew because remember he got he got Drew. punted he got punted to the moon. Yeah, and so it's going to be getting Randy Keith Lee, and I think – is there any more Raw people? I feel like these are like last – they're going to put last-minute stuff in. I, I think really, so. Because it's a fast pay-per-view. Yeah, it's a six-day – it's a six-day build. Yeah, I feel like on Sunday we're going to have more matches added to the card. I mean, I it's, thought- it's only called payback because of what Roman Reigns did to – Braun and Bray. That's the only reason I feel like that's the only reason they named it Payback. I, I think that's why. Like they said, let's bring this pay per view back. I feel like that match is going to be the longest match in there. Yeah, and it's actually I don't I don't even know if Roman will win. I think I, I well what? I'll say this I'll say this Roman won't get pinned. He will not get pinned. But I don't know who. Usually, if they have a three way, as you know, they're always trying to protect someone. Yeah, because that yeah. means like. Because you remember a three-way match, like, if Roman wins, he's not going to pin the Fiend. He could pin Braun Strowman and win. Exactly. That way you protect the Fiend. And yeah. You, you can set them up for one-on-one one, one on one a little bit later on. 
because yeah, that's the thing. Like Roman's back, you can't have him lose, and you know nobody wants to see the Fiend lose. So that's kind of you know a little trouble there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it is a it is a very very tenuous situation over there. You don't know which side it's going to go to. So we have mm-hmm. uh, we have it all up in the up in the air. Uh, I do think that Sasha and Bailey are going to win that match, but I think there's just going to be a lot more, lot more infighting between the two. Yeah, I think it might just end up in disqualification when all heck breaks loose. Does, does Oscar have a match? I don't think Oscar even has a match that night. Oscar's off too. Good for her. Oscar, she's been working hard. She's the like Ben said. She's reliable. Yeah, she's she had two. She had two matches. Boss. She had two matches last week. So I, I think it's okay if they give her a night. If they give her a night off. And she never missed a day, even with the pandemic. How, how about, uh, does uh, Apollo Crews have a match? I don't know either. I don't think so. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, he does. I think he's working wrestling Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Okay, so that's one for SmackDown. Yes. One for Raw. One for Raw. One for Raw. One for Raw. There we go. Your twin, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so he's having some uh that that should be interesting yeah because i don't know if ricochet and cedric is going to be out there with him with the hurt business but i, I, was, I always cedric, walk, I, turn. I would always walk right past apollo because he used to work out when uh when austin was uh when he lived closer to me over yeah. in, over in buckhead we used to be we used to go to the la fitness this was longer because this is even before new day and apollo used to walk walk by us all the time he was like oh yeah that dude's in because he wasn't Apollo wasn't signed yet. He wasn't signed. Yeah, he was Uha Nation. I don't know where he was, but yeah, he would he would walk right by. He's like, you've never seen him. I was like, no, I've never seen him before. He's like, he's in here all the time. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll talk to him next time. But by the time I got around to talking to him, he'd already signed with the next Ah, uh, yeah, I used to I, I used to see him all the time when I first started wrestling. He was the back in the old wrestling school when. Let's say the instructor wasn't the best, and he kind of helped me out. Uh, Apollo did. He was like, "Let me, let me help you out a little bit." So he was a cool guy. Yeah, oh. he did. But that way, he was he was already on his way out to the bigger leagues when I was just starting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was. A, I was gonna say with that, Jim. There was always, um, there's always somebody in there. Like uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Joe Maga when they were shooting, uh, when Rock was shooting. Rampage, uh, Joe Magalano used to work out in there all the time. Mm. And he's, he's, he was, uh, he's, he's, he, but he's, I mean, he's, he's a bigger dude. So he's, he, when you see him, you're like, that's somebody famous. I just don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> always the bucket area, always get all the famous people. Yeah. I was like, I know that dude. I don't, I just don't know who it is. And then also, uh, Tanoa, uh, rock stunt guy works out there yeah. as well. Everybody's down in Buckhead. I got to go hang out more down there. Yeah, day, hang out there back in the nightlife, but I got to go there during the daytime. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting. It's I don't I don't go to that gym anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, me. Either. I don't. I, I don't many, go there later. There are too many people. There's too many people there. So, yeah. I, so I stopped. But, but that, at Havana nightclub, when I used to go out there, me and my buddies ran into the to the what, the, what is the, the lead member of the Backstreet Boys? I forgot his name, but the, the, I think he's the lead member. Uh, let's see. Not Nick, but the other one, the shorter one. <laughs> oh, the shorter one. Mm. <laughs> my backstreet, my backstreet knowledge is because uh, all I know is Brian Latrell. Was that him? And, I don't know. You get the short blonde hair one. Oh, is it is it kind of curly? Yeah, I think yeah, short blonde hair. Not he's not the tallest one of the group. Yeah, he lives in out. Al- yeah, that one lives in Alpharetta. But yeah, uh, so he yeah. does. He does live here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, "What are you doing here? What a what a life! What a, what a life the Backstreet Boys now have. I mean, they have now. Think about that. They made all their money back in the time where nobody could nobody could constantly email and text them and and be in their lives. And you know, they can they can go about and live their normal lives now. Yeah, exactly. I was like, those are the good old days. Then Insane came that came along and took you know what the rivals later on. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> you do. You remember how many? How many back? How many uh, boy bands can you name off the top of your head? Oh, okay, Backstreet Boys, Insane, LFO. That's one of my favorite songs. Girl on TV and um, Summertime. That's one. That's one of my other ones. And um, Ninety Eight Degrees. There we go. 
Um, what's, what's another one? Um, oh, what's that one song? Oh my god, they had one big hit. Oh, oh, town. That's another one. Is this one song? Like, baby, when the lights go out. Uh, who, who who is that? I know that I know that song. I know that song. I just can't remember who it is. Oh, that was in my head. They were in the bowling alley singing. I remember that one. <laughs> Which brings us back to Scotty Too Hottie and Rikishi because they were a boy band of wrestling. They were with Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Grandmaster, Scotty Too Hottie, and wait, was it just Rikishi? Yeah, Rikishi. And you can't forget one more other group now. One of my favorite three count. Three <laughs> That they were in WCW or WWE. Yeah, they were they were the original boy band group. Oh, like. that's right. Three count. Three count. Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, ah, oh, the guy with the abs. Ah, oh, man, now I forgot his name because he doesn't wrestle anymore. Ah, oh, oh not, no, now I forgot not, his name. Not, not disco. Not disco. No, it was Shannon Moore, Shane Helms. And the other guy, who's the, who's the ripped one in the group? Oh, I forgot his name. He doesn't wrestle anymore, so I forgot his name. Oh, no, no. Oh, I forgot his name. He's the one with the long, dark hair. Kidman? Who? It's not Billy Kidman. No, not Billy Kidman. No, he wasn't in there. Oh, man, I forgot his name. But he was the third member of the, of the uh, group three count. That just shows you how big boy bands were in that time that wrestling parodied boy bands. Oh, heck yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted to be in a boy band. I didn't know about wrestling. I just wanted to be a boy band back then. <laughs> I was at, I was at, uh, back then at University of Georgia and everybody, every, all the, all the people, I just remember sitting in, sitting in these, these study halls and going to class and just looking down and just seeing all these people with like frosted boy band tips <laughs> of their hair. That, that is one of my fondest memories of, uh, of the University of Georgia at that time. Did they have the visor too with the hat that has a cut off on top? Oh, no, they would turn the visor sideways. Oh, they put it sideways with the frosted tips. With the frosted so you can see the frosted tips. As they, <laughs> and the as, cargo baggy shorts. Oh, with the, always, always, always a cargo. <laughs> I, was, I was mad though because they could always, I'd go to like, we'd go out after the games, they could always dance better than me. So I'd be like, you know, screw this, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't do this. You gotta these, learn. <laughs> these, frost, these frosted tip kids are just kicking my ass out here with the, their moves and their choreo. They're pre choreographed dancing, but <laughs> I, I can't keep up with. So. Hey, I, I got into the boy band. Heck, like recently, I got into a, a couple years back karaoke group. Uh, you remember our buddies Lance, Lamar, Will, uh, and Al? Yeah, we had a game called Light Before Dark, and we had, we, we were singing karaoke games like In Sync, even New Edition. If it isn't love, that was our go-to song. We need we need videos posted of this all over the internet. <laughs> I think Lamar has that. Good, good. We need to find them and put them on Clang and Bang. <laughs> we do. We got to get Lamar to show all the videos. You can hear me sing it. I, me and him actually, me and Lamar did a song to get. We did Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. That's that was another one. That's a classic. Uh, oh, you weren't thinking of New Kids on the Block. That they're they're technically a boy band, but I think they oh, yeah. they, 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 per, the they preceded um, the the other ones by like probably like six or seven years or so. Yeah, they were the other ones. They were the, they were the leaders of the of the boy band. You know generation what is some other i feel like we're missing one but i feel like we got them the most popular ones i feel like we got yeah we got them all right so going in to i mean we got payback this week they're they're we're we're rolling into (laughs) september um so the next big the next big paper i mean we got we have a long time before we get to a big pay-per-view that is right. We got a while. Like, what's the next one? Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Unless they do like a, unless they do Halloween Havoc. Oh my God! I hope they do that. We need to bring would, Halloween Havoc back. That that is that was one of my favorite ones of all time. And you know, with they do occasionally bring back a WCW pay per view, like they did Bash at the Beach a couple years ago. And they bring um, it back. Hard. And then they did Starcade. You know, like last year. So it's like bring back Halloween Havoc. I know it's like Halloween's one of my favorite times of the year. If hopefully we have it this year. Oh no, we're we're, we're definitely not gonna we're definitely not going to have it. <laughs> oh, is that really my no, Yeah, we're not gonna have it. 
I think I think even I think I think Thanksgiving gets canceled. New Year's? Everyone wants to go for New Year's? No, there'll be none of that. They'll be we'll we'll be but do it. They're gonna risk it. They don't care. (laughs) I I think we will be dealing with this up until next like like the beginning of next summer. Oh my god. You know what the funny thing is now? The clubs are open because they still send me messages and I was like, oh, they be they send a message, we'll be social distancing. No, you're not. No, you're not. What? No, and a, no. a hot girl like Mandy Rose comes talk to me. I'm not going to social distance. <laughs> yeah. You you won't even know because they be in the mask. You can't tell what they look like. Yeah, you just come to say I can see the blonde highlights and that's, eyes. That's a recipe for disaster. Bad lighting and masks. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, I don't think they wear masks at the nightclub. I don't think so. Oh, I think I think you have to. Right. I was like. You do? I was like, I don't know. I, I haven't been. You saw like I saw pictures of the the drink girls are wearing masks, but I don't know if everybody else is. Oh, wow. oh yeah. That's why I am retired from the nightlife for a while. Okay, <laughs> we we won't be done with this until next August, if that's the uh, case. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's gonna be a while since everything gets back to normal. I just want Halloween. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. You you'll have to trick or treat virtually. Oh God! Oh, that's like an episode of South Park. <laughs> if, if, if you if you guys want to know, watch us. I watch South Park. Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Carmen dressed like the Avengers, and Stan couldn't go trick or treating because his dad bought a blockbuster video store and wouldn't let let him leave because he said we're gonna have a big crowd coming. And so he had to put his friends had to put him on a what's it called? Um, uh, an iPad and stroll him with them in like a like a little cart and go door to door yelling trick or treat and he's on the iPad. That's gonna be you this this uh, this Halloween. That is me. I just gotta figure out a costume. <laughs> I'm I'll make, be a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I'm gonna be giving away disinfectant and hand sanitizers for oh, God, like- if I have trick or treaters. You you're that old now, huh? I am. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to keep America. I'm trying to keep America healthy. That's all I'm trying to do. You're gonna give raisins too. I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my. I'm trying to get college football back. Whatever. Whatever I got to do, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I guess I got. I won't be coming to your house for Halloween this year. No, unless he wants to. Unless you're out of hand sanitizers. Yes, yeah, so unless I'm out of hand sanitizers, I'll I, be over. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna rig it so, like, when they come to ring the doorbell, it's going to shoot hand sanitizer into their car. Like all, I'm going to desanitize them in. The driveway as they come. Out. <laughs> that is my plan. So, so you are going to be completely germ free, but when you leave the house, completely germ free. I feel like the parents are going to take their kids there. Then <laughs> that's, that's a, look. I, I'm just doing my part to save college football. That's all I'm that's, doing. We got to save lives, people. We got to survive this pandemic, the T virus. Now, uh, do you know who was was completely not on this episode of? Uh, on SmackDown? Who? Retribution. Oh, yeah. They took a night off. They did take a night off. Uh, that is not a lie. Them one of what's yeah, going on. They, they took a break. That's right. Unless there's a bigger tie-in, as in they work for Paul Heyman, and they won't attack while Paul Heyman's there. Well, what we're trying to do in Retribution, I mean, what they're trying to do in Retribution, I didn't say we. I didn't say that. <laughs> but I think they are taking a break. They is waiting for payback, I think. Oh, okay. All right. we're, I mean, they're doing. <laughs> they also don't show up to NXT either, I've noticed. I feel like they're, they're scared of NXT because those people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or, they, or they work for Triple H. Oh, I, there is a rumor that there are going to be there's some NXT people that are going to be in that group. Uh, speaking, there is a rumor. Speaking of old, I when I look at Sean and I just remember Sean's hair. Oh my and, god, Sean! Sean's old hair, and now I look yeah. at Sean, Sean's hair now, and that makes me feel old. Oh yeah, Sean looks like a high school substitute teacher right now. Oh god, no offense, Sean. I miss, <laughs> I, I miss Sean. I miss old Sean. Even though Sean is Sean is old, like I said, he's he's been at it for a while. He he deserves a break. I remember he shaved his head to look like Rock. He's let it grow back, but I not a little. I'm not, little I'm not used. To, I'm not used to seeing it. I, I guess this. I'll get used to seeing Sean like this. But 
it's still a, it's still very jarring to see Sean now. Yeah, with a beard and no hair. Triple H also <laughs> has no hair, but he shaved it, I think. Yeah, but he pulls it off good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's he's bigger. He's a bigger, bigger, bigger dude like Rock. Yeah, and he has a bigger forehead. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you need that facial structure to do it. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm getting talked into shaving my head so many times that it's like, you look great in it. I've still got a little bit of hair left. I'm hanging on to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging on to whatever's left of my head. Yeah, yeah. Sean is, Sean is too. Sean's hanging in there. He is. <laughs> he got the little comb over to he protect is. the top part of his head. You got to do it. Like even, like, even Braun shaved his head. Yeah, Braun did it for the storyline. He got shaved his head. Yeah. I think who else? <laughs> Who else has done it? Well, Kurt Angle also did it. He was forced to to do it. Yeah, he uh, big show did it for a little while. Thing. Mandy Rose almost had to do it. Mandy, oh god, not Mandy Rose. Don't look, don't. She probably even look good bald. I don't care. I think she <laughs> would. I think she just has that 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 kind of face that would no matter what she would still look the same. Oh yeah, she could she could freaking shave her head off and color herself orange, and she'll still be hot. <laughs> but yeah, she is. Uh, but no, she wasn't. Was she there at all on uh, SmackDown? No, we remember we, she wasn't even out there for the tag match. She wasn't she out there had, for notice. Yeah, she had the whole night off. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, where where are the iconics? Also, <laughs> they had off too. Like a lot of people had off last night. Yeah, where are the iconics? Those are my. Oh, they're on Monday. Raw. They're yeah. on Raw, I think. Okay, so they're they, on Raw. On last, I think Monday. At, I think they were on Monday. So, so what female superstars are on SmackDown? Oh, 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 oh! We didn't see Naomi or uh, or the the sec- the Southern Belle. Lacey, Lacey Evans. Yeah, neither one of them showed up either. Yeah, they got a night off too. Like everybody's getting a night off. My God. I think those are retribution people. <laughs> I think I think they're trying. They're trying. They're we're trying to connect the dots on who's there and who's not. And if you're not there, you are retribution. You just all retribution. Everybody who's not there, you're retribution. Okay, Sh- Shane McMahon wasn't even there. He's retribution. <laughs> Shane, Shane in the underground. Shane, uh, Shane's running on the underground. <laughs> that is that is the most Shane McMahon thing of all time. Is the underground. It's Omega. He's he's part of the retribution because he was on screen last night. Yeah, that would be a that would be a weird tie-in for uh, for them to do to to them for uh, for him to be part of that 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 faction. Yeah, uh, he, he he just comes out of nowhere. He says, "Like I was a part of this the whole time." Because he did get it, he did get into it with the Bucks last week. He did, and his partner Hangman Page and him and I getting along all that well. They kicked Hangman out of the Elite, right? They did. Hangman is on his own now. Wow, that's insane. If they need a new member, I'm available here. Yeah, you you got <laughs> you got to make the call. I gotta call the Bucks. Like, hey, you want a new member of the elite? I can't grow my hair like he does, but I could. I got the Johnson haircut. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a it's going to be another very interesting week. Uh, starting starting tomorrow with this this interesting payback, Roman Reigns return to the ring match. I know. I can't wait to see what he's gonna wear for his ring entrance. When he goes back to the same vest, already come like different tights. We're about to find out. Yeah, that's interesting to see what he's going to do. He, he has to do something else. He's definitely not going to come out in the shield gear. Yeah, and new music. I want to hear. Hopefully, he has new music. Ah, new music. Yeah, I really hope there's going to be new music. Maybe that's why he didn't come to the ring, and maybe that's why they didn't do the um, do the contract signing in the ring because he they were still working on the music. Yeah, I think that's what's going. They're going to save it for the pay per view to surprise everybody. That'd be perfect timing. Let's do it for his grand entrance return. I mean, Pyro and uh, a new, he's got new shirt, new gear, and a new manager. That'd be cool if he comes out with two, like, pet bull dogs coming to the ring. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. No, no. How dangerous will that be? <laughs> no, I was going to say that he has got. Um, mm. I don't know, you know. I don't know what kind of gimmick they're going to run for him, but maybe, maybe. Well, they'll have maybe they'll have dog like you know how Drew McIntyre had the two swords coming together. Maybe he'll yeah. have dogs barking at the beginning of his uh, entrance. 
That'd be awesome. But I'm still saying, come out with pet bulls. Like riding, <laughs> a, like riding them like a surfboard. Like yeah, kind of like walks out leashes, standing on their backs like a like 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 a sled. Yeah, he could do that. Or he's hold two of them by his side in the leash, and they're looking all mean. He's walking down to the ring. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think Vince likes Roman. I don't think he likes Roman enough to get two trained pit bulls to come down for for every single entrance. Who said they have to be trained? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's not two wild pebbles. <laughs> I would, I would say, if you're gonna, if you were gonna get live animals, this would be the time because there's nobody that would get hurt in the crowd. That is true, except the wrestlers and the camera crew. Well, who cares about them? They, they're, they, I mean, <laughs> they're <laughs> silent waivers. Vince is willing to expose them to a, to a, to a deadly disease. What's some dogs? That's right. I'm gonna freaking bring a T Rex <laughs> in there. Let it loose in the arena. <laughs> I'm gonna bring a velociraptor to my entrance. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully everything will will go to plan, and we'll get some uh, we'll get some great matches. Like I said, Vince 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 is caring about safety. He threw his own son off a 20 foot cage through a table. He doesn't care. Exactly. It's like, like if he's going to sacrifice his son, he won't care. The last <laughs> thing he's worried about is the health of the uh, the health and safety of his uh, of his employees. So yeah, that outbreaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you're going to throw your son off a not not once but multiple times, how many times does Shane jump to somewhere where he could literally die? Uh, every match he did. Every single match. <laughs> and the thing every- is, Shane has tens of millions of dollars. He doesn't have to do this. No, he, he freaking he can sit back and watch. Yeah, but he's they're they're all insane. So yeah, so there there's no expense. Oh, did you see the uh, did you see the ride along where uh, not the ride along but the behind the scenes where where uh, Vince was showing Gronk the fall? I did see that. Vince demonstrated himself how to do it. See, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. I was like, glad there's Matt's down there. I was like, good God. Yeah, Vince is, Vince is going to show you. Well, I, I guess that, that does go to show that Vince wouldn't do anything himself that he wouldn't have you do. Yeah, exactly, because he took a bunch of F5s from Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, is, that is part of being a good boss is you're willing to show somebody who's never done it that it's safe. And not only you're yeah. not going to have a stunt person do it, you're going to do it yourself. Yeah, and as you're an employee by Vince, never rule is never let Vince outdo you. Because if he say does something and you can't do it, he'll probably fire you or do something to you. I'd be gone the first day. I wouldn't even uh, last. I wouldn't even last a day. <laughs> I was like, like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't care. I know how to bump. I'd be like, how tall is that ladder? And he'd be like, it's twenty feet. I'd be like, well, it was nice meeting you, Vince. I will see you later. Uh, I'm gonna I was go, like, I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> I got thrown off a ladder already, so I was like, I'm used to this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's there is no way. But all right, so you got a question for today? Yes, I do got a question for today. So this is about all the craziness of the you know pandemic and stuff like that. But this is a new pandemic scenario I'm gonna give you. Okay. So all right, one day you wake up and we're in the world of Resident Evil. The T virus has broke and the zombie apocalypse has started. What do you do to survive? Okay, this one I this is very similar to, to my Walking Dead theory. So I would get a boat. That's what I would a, do. A, a boat. boat, a big boat. Now it, it would have to be a military boat. Um, probably not like an air, not probably not like an aircraft carrier, like somewhere in between, like a like a mid-sized battleship or submarine that I could <laughs> stay on. Uh, preferably a submarine. So okay. I would learn how to fish. <laughs> Because that's what I'd be eating, nothing but fish. But how do you and, fish on a submarine? Oh, wait, you, it comes up? You, yeah, you bring it up to the surface, and you get out on top, and you just fish over the top of it. Okay. And they are nuclear-powered, so they can run for years off one <laughs> off one, one nuclear whatever, nuclear reactor whatever, how it runs. So that's that would be my plan. But I would just go out, and then I'd get close enough, and I'd find an island, and I'd just live on the island. That's a good. That's a good one right there. That is a good one. Just find an island and just be by yourself with the dogs. And it couldn't be a big island. It had to be an island where I could still see everything around there, so I make sure that nobody could sneak up on me. 
Yeah, you don't want to be in a giant island because then you got to scavenge and search and something may happen. It would be booby traps like you would not believe. (laughs) It'd be like landmines everywhere. It would be Home Alone times a thousand. (laughs) So you're talking about military grade uh, uh, booby traps. Yes, all completely around the island. (laughs) But you need like what kind of, would you have weapons or anything with you? Uh, No. No, I'd have I'd just have like 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 little bats or something or or like I'd I'd build stuff and you know the 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 I'm sure the submarine would have weapons on it of some sort that I'd be able to have on the island that I would have just in case. Yeah, that would be a good idea. So in short, I would just run from everything. That would be my <laughs> that would be my philosophy. I just run away to a place and just live out my days far away from civilization. That would be a good idea. <laughs> I, I feel like my one would be more like uh what is it called um what's that movie called um dang what's that thing with bill murray was in it zombie land it would be kind of like that zombie land yes i'll be kind of like that i'd be like <laughs> following the rules from zombie land i'll take my get myself a good i take a truck i think if i take a truck yeah. but you know i have i know people think the gas is gonna run out but i put go to the gas station you know with my weapons you say fill up with a bunch of canisters, put it in the truck in the back, and just dry off in the truck, you know, scavenge. If I need to hunt, well, I'm not much of a hunter, so scavenge <laughs> and go to grocery stores, take my stuff, you know, make sure I have enough artillery, not l- try to avoid guns because a loud noise will attract the zombies. They bring them to you. Yep. And try to avoid, like, you know, zombie areas best I can and try to be smart about it. We always remember to check your surroundings, double tap, you know, and this comes apart when you have to run across regular people. So this is the hard part. Will I go with the regular people or will I go myself? Now, watching Zombieland, that's a fun movie, but that probably won't happen in real life. Like to like Tosh.0, the comedian said, if you see somebody running and yelling and screaming, you get out of there because you don't know what kind of crazy stuff is right behind him because that guy will kill you. <laughs> So I was like, I'll go to myself, loot some stuff, maybe get up super high in a high, tall building, lock myself in, mm-hmm. and stay there. Or maybe just go to this rocket ship and get an astronaut to take me to the moon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's resort. The, the moon would be safe. The moon would probably be safe. Just live out in space in the space station. Or like what you say, get a boat, just go in the middle of the ocean, a big boat, and you stay in the boat. A big yacht. Yeah. I get a yacht. That's what I would do. Get a yacht. The guy who owns the Cowboys has like a yacht that's like three football fields long. That's right. I will go to get his yacht because he might be dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he might be. He might be, sir. So his yacht would be available. So I'll get his yacht, my supplies in there, and just drive him up into the middle of the ocean. You stay there. Nobody going to bother me. Long as it's, long as it's not the swimming zombies I see sometimes in Resident Evil 3. <laughs> Well, this is not them. <laughs> and I also got a part right. two question. All right. What's the, what is the part two? All right. If you were in the WWE or AEW, whichever wrestling company you want, who would you want to be your manager? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Who would I want to be my manager? Mm-hmm. From all the generations. All the generations. Hmm. God, you know, there there have been so many great managers over the years that I've watched, you know, from uh, from Mr. Fuji yep. to, to, I mean, you got Paul Heyman, Miss Elizabeth. That's right. Sergeant Slaughter. Um, God. <laughs> I got you there. You, you, know, you know who I would take? You know who had a very good track record Ugh. and who always would come through for his people? Ugh. Bobby the Brain Bobby the Brain Heenan would be my manager. That would be a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Bobby. I hated him. I, I hated Bobby Heenan growing up. He was like the first legitimate person in wrestling who I hated. Was Bobby <laughs> the Brain Heenan. But I hated him. I hated him because his people would always win because he would help them win. So he was effective at his job that of is- helping his want to win and you need a manager to help get you to the next level, Bobby the Brain Heenan 
is that guy. That sounds that sounds like a good pick right there. And managers, I will have to go with classy Freddie Blassie. That's an old school one. Yeah, I going old school with this. I'm going with classy Freddie Freddie Blass with the cane. With the cane. <laughs> All right. Get his catchphrase, you pencil neck geeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That uh-huh. is that is a good one. Yeah, I'm guaranteed uh, with him. <laughs> yeah, he gets you. He gets your results, and that's the thing. It's it's about like I said, pro wrestling to me. It it was all. It's always about titles. That's what it. That's what it was about. You know, even though it's it's scripted. You know, I always thought it's like, hey, you know, the top people would would who helps you get the titles. Yeah, and there have been some some good managers who have elevated those people, like Sensational Queen Cherry with Shawn Michaels. Yep. Uh, Miss Elizabeth with Randy Savage. Yep. Yeah, so, Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer with Taker. Yeah. So many. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that a good one. That is a good one because the managers are um, an integral part of, uh, of pro wrestling because they have been there since the beginning. And uh, as we see, a manager is going to take – is taking center stage this tomorrow. That is right. That's right. Payback will be interesting tonight. I mean, to a Sunday. Huh? We will be back with payback results coming up next week. That is right. Payback results coming at you after Sunday. We'll see who comes out on top. All right. So that's for uh, for Crossbones and Blake Beretta. Clanging. And banging. Podcast. Banging and clanging podcast. <laughs>